Hey everyone, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you to today's episode. Um, I've been trying to get on for the longest time, and it's just been crazy with the internet service, but um, if this is the first time you're checking in with us or with me, thank you so much for taking the time out. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time, and so I, I won't keep you very long. And if you are returning, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you so much for um, coming back. Hell, I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. So um, with that, I'll just, you know, start talking about what it, it was on my mind today. And and there's a lot. I have a lot going on. But so I yesterday was a great day. I had my second red carpet um, for a uh, premiere for three shorts that I was in, short films. And I appreciate the time for those individuals, um, the directors, the writers, all that. That was really great to experience. And I, I, I'm grateful for that. And thank you to my friends who um, showed up for me, Lady Hustlers. I love you, ladies. Um, that's what we call ourselves because we, we gave ourselves a name. Um, my film sisters. So, um, yeah, so we uh, had that yesterday, last night. So, um, I would love to be makeup free, which I am partially am, but I have raccoon eyes, so I did put on a little concealer. Just saying, all right? But anyway, so why did I jump on today really quick live? And for whoever jumps in, I, I appreciate you for checking in and, and joining us. But the reason why I came on today and want to do this podcast is because something was... Um, I don't want to say plague in my mind, but it was on my mind. I don't I don't like anything to take up rent that in my mind that can't afford it because my rent is expensive. So that space in my my mind is expensive. But anyways, um I came on today to talk about something that that um hits home for me. So on the news, and, and I'm not going to go deep into it because I'm not the, the avid news watcher. I'm not glued in the Fox and CNN and all that stuff. That's just not my bag. Um, so I catch, I catch tidbits here and there when my husband plays a podcast that he listens to or a friend of mine will tell me something or I'll get some message from my mom in a group chat say, hey, did you see this? So it is not something that I follow is not something that you will hear a lot um, unless it's health related definitely health and, and education related that you'll probably hear but as far as politics and things like that not so much but this I wanted to bring out because um, it, it keeps slapping us in the face right so if you haven't noticed I'm black <laughs> no shit right yes I am black but um, one of the things that comes up is race right Critical race theory. Now we we um, there is the the don't say gay, in in the schools and and things like that. And I remember back when I was growing up and going to school, the big thing then was it was still always race. That just was topic of every conversation. Um, but back then it was uh, what was it? Sex, sex education, taking sex ed, taking the Pledge of Allegiance out of school, um, taking prayer out of school. Those were the things that were major when um, I was coming up, right? Even it even trickled into when my kids were born and, and when they were growing up and they were born in the 90s. Um, so this is, this honestly is nothing new. 
um, regarding I knew it was going to come to to the point of this because it, it was the nature of the progression of things uh, for people of non-color for people of conservative background to launch against so it's their it's it's the thing to do for them I get it I get it I don't accept it but we all have our own opinions right we all have our own um, moral values, standings, traditions, etc., etc. So I knew it was coming. Let's just say that I knew it was coming. But here's the thing with that, they also say we need to stop talking about it, right? We need, we need to just stop mentioning it and, and, and it won't be a thing. And I would love to. I really, really would love to stop having the conversation about race and ethnicity. I would really love to stop having a conversation about how um, this person is gay, this person is transgender. I would love it. I would love for everyone to be treated as a human being because that's what we are first and foremost, right? We're human beings. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but being in the medical profession, we all bleed the same color because not one person that I've ever taken care of bled a different color unless they had some kind of condition and even then their blood was still red, okay? Their skin color may have changed a little bit like jaundice, a little yellowish because of some bilirubin issues and liver issues, whatever. But when they bled, that blood was still red, okay? Muscle tissue, I mean, when you peel us all back, Unless you're an anthropologist, you're not going to really be able to tell what our ethnicity is or what our race was. Let's just be clear, okay? And kudos to the anthropologist. If that was something that was a thing when I was a kid, I would have been so on it. But again, back to race, back to color. That wasn't offered for me, okay? It wasn't an option for me. So unless it was something that I was made familiar with, right? Or what grew up with or whatever. And and not to say I wasn't. I was I think I for someone who was raised in, you know, Bushwick Avenue, for those of you who know Brooklyn back in the day <laughs> in the eighties and the nineties and late seventies, you know, it it was not the best place to be. Um now due to gentrification is probably the hippest place to be. And kudos to them, right? Um, not to the people who get put out, but, you know, that, that seems to be the next thing that's happening in the world. But um, anyway, back to the, the race uh, thing and people of non-color wanting us to stop talking about race, they make it hard. And it's not everybody because I have the most lovely friends that I, I consider sisters and brothers that are not of color. And I love them to pieces. They are like the best people. But people like them are far and few between. There are more people in, in, in power and stature that would love to keep race issues and incivility going, then there are that handful of people who want to live in harmony and just love being on the planet Earth.
all right that's that though that that's just the nature of it so I am not generalizing this to all people of uh, non-people of color I am saying that for the group of individuals that would like us to stop talking about it those are the same individuals that keep us talking about it you know and they keep us talking about it for for these reasons and this is the re these are the reasons why I personally came on um, my life to do this um, because it, it keeps hitting home for me and mine when I say mine that's my husband my children mine my family all right so um here's the thing we're, we're healthcare professionals we are we are nurse practitioners both myself and my husband our children are healthcare practitioners of some sort our daughter is a psychologist she has a bachelor's in psychology and works with children and our youngest daughter is a uh, massage therapist she has her own massage therapy business she works in massage therapy and you know she's looking at futures in healthcare to further herself. We're all educated individuals in our family, and my mother is in healthcare, and my brother is in healthcare. I mean, we we all all we are all in healthcare in some sort of fashion, right? As far as my immediate family, my my aunts and uncles, they are all in finances and education and computers. They are that that's them, but they're all all they are all educated. That's my point. That's the root of what I'm saying. They're all educated. So with that, the conversation today. So my husband is finishing out his family nurse practitioner. Right? So he's finishing. He graduates in May. Yay, he graduates in May. So he's finishing his nurse practitioner. Now, my husband, as handsome as he is, always gets flack. And it's not because he's a man in healthcare. Mm -mm. It's because he doesn't look like the typical individual that would be in healthcare. Who the hell is that? Can someone help me understand this? Because I don't. Who? What? What's typical? Okay. Now, me coming up in healthcare, yes, I did um, come across a lot of of that same backlash. Like, oh, you're you're when I was a nurse. Or RN at the bedside, a lot of uh, had a, quite a few patients who would say, "Oh, um, I rang the bell for my nurse," and yes, I am your nurse. And I, you know, pointed out, I introduced myself in the morning. I'm your nurse, and they go, "Oh, I didn't know you were RN. I thought you were just the CNA or the aide." No, I clearly said I was a nurse. Your nurse for the day. And they's like, oh, yeah, but I just thought you meant the CNA. Um, wow, you're really a nurse. Yes, I really am. Right? So, you know, I've, I've encountered that. As an educator, I've encountered it. As a nurse practitioner, I encountered it. Okay? As an educator, I actually had a patient that said, oh, it's nice they let you become a nurse, a teacher, let you teach these students. Now, mind you, all my students behind me were white or people of non-color. I don't know what the terminology is today. I can't keep up. Um, so if I offended anyone, my apologies. But people of non-color, those were my students that were behind me. So when he said that, he said, it's nice they let you teach them. 
I said, okay. Elderly gentleman, I was trying to be a forgiving and I was the professional individual that I am. Um, so, yes, I've encountered it. I've encountered the microaggressions. Micro, macro, overt, covert, all of it, okay? That was my life. I lived upstate New York. Most of my patients were people of non-color. Most of the people I worked with were people of non-color. There were maybe a handful of people of color as nurses on these units, as NPs on these units. So yes, I've encountered it. Here's where I have issues. Here we are in this world where we're supposed to stop talking about color and it's not supposed to matter. Then stop making it an issue. Stop whenever you see someone that is not of color, that is of color, coming to take care of you or in a situation. Stop questioning them as if they don't belong. That's the problem. That's what keeps us talking about it, okay? Case, just, just plain and simple, all right? Stop treating us like the victim. Um, excuse me, we are the victims, but stop victimizing us is what I'm trying to say. Stop victimizing us, all right? And we will stop talking about it. My husband today, or was it today? At some point, he has to go and do his review classes because, again, like I said, he's finishing his NP. So he goes into his review class and Mind you, he's not, he's dressed professional. He has a, a polo shirt on and a pair of slacks and dress shoes. And, you know, he's just got his backpack and he's ready to go. He's like, I'm going to go and knock this out. Where are you going? Not good morning. How are you? Can I help you get somewhere? Can we help you? And it's not the words people so don't say oh well they were just trying to help them you know help him find where he needed to go no it's not it's the tone it's the tone and the look that follows that tone of you don't belong that is what I'm talking about that is what keeps us talking about race and ethnicity Looking at people as if they don't belong. It does not matter, okay? If you're curious about whether or not they're in the right classroom or going to the right building, there's a way to ask that, okay? You can ask it in a manner of being inquisitive and wanting to help. Like, if I ask someone... Can I help them? I'm not going to look at you up and down like, can I help you? That's different than, can I help you? You look like you need someplace, you, you're trying to get somewhere. How can I help you? Don't that sound different? Yeah. So you're going to get a different response from me. Okay, because that first one is going to say, yeah, why? Wow. Yeah, you can help me. All right. And the other one is like, thank you, because I need to find this building, right? So you see how your tone can give you two different responses? That's what keeps us talking about race. And I'm sorry, guys. 
I'm protective about my family. And I know a lot of you are too, um, as evident by, we're not saying any names on award shows. Um, but I try not to come out of character. It's very rare. And those who know me know I do not come out of character. It was not something that I was raised in doing. We were always taught to just be mindful of where we are and everything is not met for every place. Uh, so yeah, so I, I, I would not come out of character, but you better believe you're going to know that um, I did not appreciate what you said or how you said it um, because then my tone changes. So you get what you give, right? You give me attitude, I'm going to give it back to you in a different way. And I'm going to smile, just so you know, right? Because it's not right. And as I said in the beginning, if you want us to stop talking about race, stop making our presence in places that you feel we should not be an issue, right? Go figure, right? So here's the thing. And I know people are like, well, they were dressed this kind of way. They look like this. They, What does anything look like? I've met doctors with tattoos, piercings. I have a friend who's a doctor. She's got a damn pink mohawk, okay? We all look different. It does not discredit anything that we have that's coming out of our damn mouths, all right? Especially when we are looking professional coming into these places. Come on. He didn't come in there looking like he, he just came off the street or off the block, right? He didn't have his hat on or anything. He had a fresh haircut, smelled freaking amazing, looked handsome as hell, all right? Anyone who knows my husband knows he's freaking polite as hell so tell me something why did that presence give you that response simply because of the color of his skin because his person of non-color counterpart comes in right after gets a different greeting gets a different greeting what the hell, right? What the hell? This is what I am saying. You stop bringing it to the table, we stop force feeding it down your throat. How about that? Until it's not an issue, you don't have to worry about it. You keep making it an issue, we're going to keep telling you and showing you that we have a problem with it. The black and brown community is an amazing community and I know there's this argument and I've had it with and I don't say argument a conversation with close friends that you know immigrants all over have had issues when they came over here yes they have and some still do okay some still do but when you are a person of color when your color shows first when you walk through a door it is not going to matter, okay? Because I'm going to be the first to tell you. I can walk in a room with my friend 
who is person of non-color, but of a different ethnicity. Yeah, a different ethnicity. Their family's from, hey, I don't, I, I don't remember. Sorry. Um, I think Ireland. Irish. She's Irish. Um, but, you know, we all know the history of, of, of Irish and immigrants coming over. Right? And how they were treated, how Italian immigrants were treated when they came over, how you know the Jewish immigrants were treated when they came over. They don't get that same treatment now. That's what I'm saying. Their treatment has changed. They've been accepted because their color allows them to pass through. Unless you start digging into the, the, the depths of who they are. But for us... The first thing you see is the melanin in our skin. And that disturbs people. Why does that disturb you when I walk into a boardroom? Why does that disturb you when I come in and tell you, hi, I'm your, your provider for the day? Why does that disturb you when you have a male black person, uh, in the, a, a person of color come in and take care of you? Why? It's that ingrained distaste, this this distrust, dislike for us because of the color of our skin. Now we are blessed to have a handful of people, like I said, a handful of people where it doesn't matter, where it was able to trickle out of their DNA. So it's not they've learned and have made the choice to change. Okay, so I, I don't don't ever say that I said because of your heritage, because your family owns slaves. No, I treat you based on how you treat me in today's society. Okay, the 21st century. That's how I base how you treat me. Not based on the fact that your ancestors probably have slaves. Hell yeah, they probably did. I've watched um, Dr. Gates and and doing ancestry on some of these people of non-color, and they're devastated when they find out that their family has slaves. You you are a person not of non-color. You should automatically assume that unless you know your your family was part of the abolition uh, movement. You are going to assume that your family has at, at least had a slave, if not a nanny. Let's be real about it. Now, the difference is how you respond to it when you find out. The difference is how you treat people, people of all color, now. That's what I judge you by. Not your ancestry, okay? Not that. Because that's not who you are now. That's my point. Okay? You're being judged. You're being taught about black history and all this because of your now behavior. Okay? Not because of your ancestry. Now, here's the thing. If you learn about your ancestry and you're cheering them on and you're like, yeah, we had this amount and this, this, and you're proud of it? <laughs> yeah, not a good look, okay? Not a good look. And I, I, 
Honestly, guys, I would love to stop talking about race. I really would. Um, and, and I love who I am. I love being a person of color. It adds to my mystery. It adds to my flair. Okay? I love it. What I don't love is having to defend it every day I walk out my house. What I don't love is having to worry about my husband every time he leaves the house. What I don't love is worrying about my sisters, my daughters, my brothers, my cousins. That's the part I don't love. I don't love that we have to have safety briefings before we go places. I don't love that. And I, I, I my ancestors had to be amazing people for me to be here. They had to be because they endured some hellish treatments. I know it's not equivalent to what they've endured, but it's still there. And we need to change. We need to change. Stop it. You want us to stop talking about it? Stop making it an issue. And we will. Um, I can go on and on and on about this. I swear, the level of microaggressions I experience is amazing. But it's been um, on my brain. And like I said, I, 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 I want to defend my family, defend my husband. And that really upset me when he called me and was upset that um, he's already being judged and attacked. Um, and I, when I say attacked, I don't mean he's being physically attacked and, you know, they're throwing things. No, no. Visual daggers, questions about his validity on his um, position there, those kinds of attacks. And I say those are attacks. So, um, yeah. That, that's that's my biggest thing. So I, I kind of was on the up about that with my hair. My, my knickers were in a twist, <laughs> so to speak, with that. Because it, I, I love my husband. He's a great man. And anyone who knows him, he is the kindest, I call him my kindest beast ever. Um, because why I call him a kind beast? Because, yeah, you get him in that state where... He has to defend his family and himself. Yeah, he's a beast. But he's kind. He's kind until you unleash the beast. And and that's what I, I don't understand. I, I, I really don't get it. But that that's 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 I wanted to say something else and I, I totally got off my soapbox on that. My apologies. But but yeah, so that that's it. I I will defend my family and that just makes me upset. And it makes me worry, again, it makes me worry about him and his safety. Um, so um, when that stops being my issue, again, I'll stop talking about race. And we'll go from there. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. Thank you so much. I appreciate everyone. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you taking the time out. If you come across this and you have comments, please share your comments. I will definitely get back to you, and we can definitely continue this conversation. Um, again, race, 
critical race theory, all these things. If we want to just stop talking about it, we just need to stop making it an issue. And then we'll stop talking about it. But yeah, so um, with that, I'm going to end. And if you guys are so inclined, I, I sponsor myself with my podcast. And I sponsor myself for everything that I do. So um, Divine Nubian Essentials is a body and uh, skincare and hair care line. Uh, if you love my locks, because I know you do, because I do. Um, if you love my locks, um, my locks are courtesy of my hair care products. I don't use anything but my hair care products in my hair. And um, since I have been, this is the result. And if you um, want to know, it's been, this is April 27th, will be three years that I've had my locks in my hair. And this is the result since I've been. And I started out with about maybe that much, three inches, maybe that much um, in my hair, of length in my hair. So not that big. It was about that big. Yeah, not that much. Um, so this is April 27, three years of lock growth. So I am uh, in love with Divine Nubian Essentials. Uh, you want to try it, DivineNubianEssentials.com. And um, also this lovely radiant skin, minus the dark circles, because that's just lack of sleep. Um, that's due to the body butter. I love that body butter. And uh, it's definitely available on the website, uh, DivineNubianEssentials.com. And also, if you know anyone who needs healthcare tutoring, you can find us at CollinsERM.com. And I'll be happy to tutor you in your uh, healthcare profession, even if it's CNA. You started from the bottom and we can get up there. I did. So thanks again, and I enjoyed this conversation, and let's keep it going, keep it going. Uh, let me know how you like it. Let me know what you think. Let me know, let me know. Feedback, I love feedback. Uh, but, but just keep it, keep it civil. I don't, I don't, I don't do the fighting thing. So, if it's not civil, you will be ignored. I don't remember. It, it's a, it, it costs a lot to take up some rent in my mind. So I reject that application. Just letting you know. So save your typing skills. If it's negative, don't bring it over here. All right. So with that, I say thank you. And I will talk to you guys soon. Have an amazing weekend, because I know I will.